The following is a podcast of Echo, a middle school ministry at Victory Family Church. For more details, visit lifeatvictory.com slash middle school. Oh, good morning, Echo. How are we feeling, guys? Come on, tired? Okay. Who stayed up till 11? Okay. Who, all right. All right. I already heard 12. So who stayed up to one, two, three, four? I, I, okay, okay, five, six, did you even go to sleep? Who didn't go to sleep last night? Okay, all right, anyway. Hey guys, listen, we're in week two of this series, Kingdom Builders, and uh, let me just say this, that we are going to be building and expanding the kingdom, reaching more faster. I, I'm so excited. I, I really believe that, that this series is going to help us to step up and to step out and uh, that we're never more like Jesus than when we're, when, than when we're serving and when we're giving. It, it's so, so, so impactful. I believe that we are in the middle of a series that is, it's something, it's the most important series we've ever done as a church. I believe that. This is so important. It's so powerful. Today I want to talk about this. We're, we're, we're just going to talk about tithing today, and that's where we're going to land the plane. And before I get there, before we unpack that thought, I wanted to remind you why we exist as a church and a youth group. You know, we exist as a church and a youth group so that all people can realize God loves them unconditionally. Y'all know that? You know God loves you unconditionally? Just nod your head. Maybe give yourself a little tap on the back like, yeah, hell at your boy. God loves me. It is so true. It is so, so true. Listen, if you missed last week, I just encourage you, please, go back and listen to the podcast and get caught up as we talked about vision for, uh, for, for Kingdom Builders and what we're doing as a family. It's so important. But if you're new here, and this is your first time, I just wanted to remind everybody that you belong and your family. Welcome to the family. Well, just go ahead, turn to your neighbor, tell them, welcome to the family. Yeah. As a family, guys, we want everybody to know God. I'll make it simple. Here's what that looks like. Look, we believe if you keep coming to Echo, if you keep coming to the services and you stay plugged in, you will get the tools and the resources to grow in right relationship with the Father. We really believe that. So somebody just say amen to that. Come on. And uh, so I want to give you a glimpse into the next two weeks. Somebody say two weeks. So this is the next two weeks. Next week, my, my beautiful wife, y'all know Alyssa, I hope. If you don't, Alyssa's going to be here next week. I, I, listen, she's got, she's got a word for us to help encourage us in generosity. And uh, let, me, let me give you a little bit about my wife. I will, I will spend so much time reading and studying and learning from others and figuring out how to articulate words for a message. And I mean like hours and hours and hours. And then my wife comes in the room. And she makes it look easy. Like God just shows up in such a magnificent way. And I'm telling you, the girl can preach. And so, so I just encourage you, if you want to be encouraged, if you want to hear a word, like you got to get here. It's going to be very powerful. And then the week after that, the second week, we're still in the series Kingdom Builders. You all know Mark Consolo? Okay. It's 1025. Hopefully we wake up in a minute. And Mark Kanzula is going to be here. He's, got another, he's going to continue on this series, and we're going to continue to unpack our pledge cards and what that looks like. So it's very powerful in Kingdom Builders. Uh, but that's the next few weeks, and I really believe that, that this series is going to stir some people and, and help them step up and step out. Let's turn to Exodus 12. Exodus 12. I'm sorry, Exodus 13, 2. Exodus 13, 2. And uh, I encourage you, get your, your, get your Bible out. 
If you don't have a Bible, we've got a cabinet in the back that goes to Narnia. Just jump in there, but don't go all the way because you'll go to Narnia. Get, get a Bible, and uh, I encourage you to go through God's Word together. We're going to stay in Exodus. I'll share some other scriptures, but this is where I want you to stay today. And uh, if you've got your phone on you, get out the Bible app, the Version Bible app. Go through God's Word with us. Highlight it, and it's so important. Now, let me just encourage you to take notes this morning. Note takers are, come on, that's so true. You got to be an echo before you can be a voice. You got to be an echo before you can be, be a megaphone. And God wants you to be stirring some good things up in your heart so it can come out of you in the right time, in the right season, and maybe it's for right now. And so take notes. Note takers are history makers. Exodus 13, you with me? Say yeah. Okay. We're going to focus on this one passion, this one portion of scripture, okay? And uh, I'm going to do something a little bit different today. Everybody knows that I, I, I'm a preacher, I'm a hype person, I get excited. I'm going to do my best to teach today. I want to teach us the principle of first, something that is so important. And so I really need you guys to help me by leaning in this morning. We're just going to do something a little bit different. So, so I need you to lean in, I need you to be with me, I need you to take notes. And, and I just got to tell you, this is the most important, in my part, in, in my opinion, this is the most important message of the whole entire series. Please hear me. I believe that the weight on this is so huge. You could write down the title of today's talk. It's called this, The Principle of First. The Principle of First. This is something that, that, that is so big, and, and I, I just want to make a statement real quick. I, I got to share something with you. Listen, if God is first in your life, everything will come into order. If God is first in, in your life and in my life, everything else will come in, come in the order. Now listen, I'm not saying that we're not going to have trouble, we're not going to have struggles, we're not going to have friends that are being mean and situa situations that aren't the way that we want them to be. But listen, Jesus even said, in this world you will have trouble and you will have problems. But would you rather go through a problem with, with God being first and everything in order than everything out of order? It, it's just so important, the principle of first, and, and please just hear me. If Jesus is first, if God is first in, in your life and in my life, everything will come into order. And if he's not, then nothing will come into order. This is, this is so important. God has to be first in the order of our life. So I want to show you this principle. I want to teach us the principle of first today uh, that runs all through Scripture, through Genesis, through Revelation. And so we're going to start with Exodus chapter 13. We're going to look at verse 1, and we'll go through it. And i got to give you a heads up. You're going to be like, what are we talking about? I need you to bear with me because I'm going to explain. You all heard me say, yeah. I'm going to explain, so follow along with me. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, consecrate to me all the firstborn. Whatever opens the womb among the children of Israel, both man and beast, it is mine. It is mine. This is so, it belongs to me. I wish I had the words to adequately explain how powerful this word is in Hebrew. It is mine. This phrase is mine. It's my property. It belongs to me. I'm the owner. It's extremely strong. It's very important to understand that when we talk about the principle of first. He said the firstborn, he said it belongs to me, okay? And so now let's go to verse, verse 12, Exodus 13, 12, that you shall set apart to the Lord all that open the womb. That is every firstborn that comes from an animal which you have. The male shall be the Lord's. Very similar language here in the Hebrew, shall belong to God. They are the Lord's. Exodus 13. But every firstborn 
We're going to talk about this in a moment. I'm going to unpack it. Of a donkey, you shall redeem with a lamb. Very important. A donkey will be redeemed with a lamb. Now watch this. If you will not redeem it, then you shall break its neck. This is very important that we understand that if we don't redeem it, we're going to lose it anyway. Okay? And I want you to apply this thought as we talk about finances, as we talk about tithing and honoring God with 10% of our finances. He said, if you don't bring it to me, you're going to lose it. You're, gonna, you're still going to lose it. It's going to come out of your wallet. It's going to come out of your, your it's good, it, you're going to watch this. And the firstborn um, of man among your sons you shall redeem. I'm going to translate this. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna talk about this. We're going to make it modern day. But let's first, let's just bow our heads and let's pray. God, we come before you and we thank you for opening our eyes and opening our hearts. Lord, do what, <clears throat> do what only you can do in this time and in this setting. I thank you, Jesus for teaching us the principle of first. I thank you, God, we don't want anything above you. Lord, we want to set our eyes on you and our heart on you, and I thank you for doing something so real and teaching us in service today. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen, 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 and amen. Hey, I, I got to ask you real quick. I don't know if you're like me, so I want to see a show of hands. If you're like me, if you're somebody in the room, you're like me, and you're kind of like a jokester. You're lighthearted. You're, maybe you're a prankster. If that's you, just let me, let me see your hand real quick. Where, where you at? Okay, I, I'm a jokester, I'm a prankster, I, I love to have fun, and so w- when I was growing up, when I was slightly older than you, I was about 17 years old, okay, my grandmother, she had a penny addiction. Oh, what? Like, what, what is, my, so my grandma, everywhere we, sh- we would go, my grandma would be looking on the ground for pennies. Most people walk like this, Walking, watching where they're going, right? But my grandma, no, 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 no. My grandma, she'd always be looking down, looking for pennies. In fact, she was so, she was so consumed in this, consumed in this, that, that she literally, one, one time, she was able to save up so much money, she paid for a vacation. Like, big deal. My grandma's all in. And so we caught on to this. I'm a jokester. I'm a prankster. And so one time we went to Giant Eagle, and, and we're walking in front of my grandma. We're about, we're about 50, 60 feet in front of her, and we had about $5 in pennies. And we're just going, you know, left, right, left, right, throwing pennies all over the place. And she didn't hear them, and my grandma didn't catch in. Now, my grandma, she's walking all through the store smiling ear to ear. This is the best day. Oh, my gosh. Like, and, and, and we, we did it literally all the way to the car. We even walked out to the car. We're still throwing pennies. And my grandma's like, I've never found $5 in pennies in one day. This is amazing. Oh, it was so fun. And, and we didn't tell grandma that we did that. And so about, about four weeks later, we went back at it. We went to Giant Eagle again. But holla at your boy. We brought quarters. Yeah. Yeah, we brought a bunch of quarters. And, and this time we stepped up our game. You know what I'm saying? Track and refine and learn a little bit. And so we were literally putting super glue on the, uh, on the quarter and like sticking them. Every once in a while, we'd just throw a couple. But then we would super glue them. And my, my sweet grandma, bless her heart, she's walking around. You know, she's got her keys out. She's in the middle of giant eagle prying things oh man and so she finally found out that we pranked her now now here's where the story comes back and so just recently i was talking with my grandma and 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 she was sharing with me she's like you know you remember when you guys pranked me you got me real good and i was like yeah grandma i'll never forget it It was awesome and she said i have never forgotten it she's actually upset about it kind of hurt her so you know i'm not you all heard me say don't do that okay 
Y'all heard me, treat your grandma nice, okay? Grandma's sweet lady. Don't, don't be mean like me. And so, so, but my grandma, she brought up the conversation. She's like, you still talking about money? You still work at Victory? I'm like, yeah. She's like, you're like, you're like the, are you like the pastor? I'm like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I'm one of the student, I am the student pastor. And she said, okay, what do you think about tithing? Do you, do you like throw $20 in the offering bucket? And I said, grandma, no, that's tipping God. I, wouldn't, I, I don't want to tip God. I want to I honor what God has asked me to do. You know, we have, the, we have the option. God has said, honor us with 10%, and we have the ability to honor what he said and walk in that blessing. We don't have to. We get to. And, and so my grandma, she really struggled with that because she said, you know, I don't, I don't know if I believe that. And I'm like, well, grandma, it's in God's word. It's the Bible, the B-I-B-L-E. That's a book for me. You know, I don't know what to tell you, grandma. And, she, and she's like, you know, I, I tithe. I'm like, well, you just said that you, you don't. She said, no, I, I go to restaurants and I, I give people a lot of money and I'm really kind when, you know, my servers and I, I, I give them a lot of money. I'm like, grandma, that's being generous. You're a very generous woman, but that's not tithing. And, and I think for so many of us, we don't quite understand tithing and what that looks like. And so I, I wanted to take a moment and I just wanted to teach on tithing because I really believe that if God is first in your life, everything will come in the order. And there is blessings that God wants you to walk in and, and God is always blessing us, but we can choose not to walk in that. And so I, I just pray that you're taking notes today and you lean in and you hear what God has for us today. Somebody say, come on. It's gonna be teachy. So bear with me, okay? I'm gonna try to do my best. So number one is this. The firstborn must be sacrificed or redeemed. Again, I'm going to translate all this, but I want you to take notes. You with me? All right. So this is the principle here. It's in the Old Testament. It's referring to a principle that goes all through the Bible. And uh, so the firstborn must be sacrificed. And so how do you know which to do? How do you know whether to redeem it or to sacrifice it? How, how, do, you, how do you know? He gives us two animals. Two. Two categories of animals. He gives us a donkey and a lamb. Okay, so now the donkey represents unclean, and the lamb represents clean. So how do you know which to do? How do you know which to do? Well, if it's a clean animal, it has to be sacrificed. Clean, sacrificed, unclean, redeemed with a sacrifice, okay? Let me say that one more time. If it's clean, firstborn, I hope you're kind of getting where I'm going, and if not, I'll put together the pieces. But if it's clean, firstborn, it has to be sacrificed. If it's unclean, it has to be redeemed. With the sacrifice. Okay, wow. Wow. How in the world does that apply to you and I today? Speak English. Do you speak English? I'm going to tell you right now. This is how it applies. Let me ask you two questions. Two questions. When you and I are born, we come into this world. Are we born clean or unclean? I heard it. Shout it out. We're born unclean. The Bible says that you and I are born into sin. We have a sinful nature. It's actually easy to do the wrong thing. You could consider that normal. It's not normal to honor God and do it, and do it God's way and do what he's asked us to do. Okay? So, so that's what the, the Bible. This is the Bible, the B-I-B-L-E. Okay, so you and I are born unclean. We're born into sin. How, how do I know that? I could call up all of your mom and dads right now and ask them, and they would say, shoot. I've had to teach them to be good. You don't even know the stories, the horror stories, you know? So, so it's very important. Let me ask you another question. Was Jesus born clean or unclean? Clean. Jesus was born clean. Jesus was born clean. Okay, we're learning something today. This is good. 
This is really good. So Jesus is born clean. Listen, listen to me very carefully. Listen to me. This is how important it is. The clean Jesus, the clean had to be sacrificed so that the unclean could be redeemed. That's what we just read. This is so important principle. And so we're going to see how this principle refers to tithing. And and I just want to say something that maybe you've never thought of today. But Jesus is God's tithe. I'm going to explain that. Jesus is God's tithe. Listen, Jesus is God's tithe. And we're to give God first. We're to tithe first. And so you don't put, you you don't go to Chick-fil-A with birthday money first. No, we're to honor God with our tithing first, first 10%, because it takes faith to give first. It takes faith. God said that when your sheep has a lamb, we're going back to what we read, when your sheep has a lamb, give me the first one. Because here's the deal. When you do that, you don't know if you're going to get another sheep. You don't know if you're going to have, if they're going to have more babies. It takes faith to believe that she's going to produce more. That, that, that there's going to be more. God didn't say, wait until you have 10, and then give me the deaf one, the one that's like not the brightest, maybe blind, bumping into everything, gnawing at people's legs. Yeah, give me that one. No, 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 no. God wants the first one because he wants you to have faith, to believe. So many people think that 10% enacts blessing. It's the faith that enacts the blessings when we give the 10%, when we honor God. And so the reason why I say Jesus is God's tithe is because Jesus, God gave Jesus first. He didn't wait for you and I to see if we would get cleaned up and get okay because we were born into sin. He gave us a son. He gave us Jesus when we were mocking him, when we were spitting on him, when, when, when we took him to the cross and we nailed him to the cross. Remember this. It says it this way. While we were yet still sinners, this is in Romans, while we were yet still sinners, Romans also said this, that God gave Jesus in hope, in hope. And that word, the root of that word is faith. In faith, we give our tithe in faith. So the first 10%, now let's think about this. Listen, I'm teaching, I know, I know. Follow me, follow me, follow me. When the children of Israel went to the promised land, God said, bring the silver and the gold from Jericho into the house of God. It was always into the house of God. Always into the house of God. You you can't determine where it goes. It's gotta go to the house of God. We gotta bring it into the storehouse. Why, why Why did he say that? It's very simple. We had to bring it into the house of the Lord so that the rest is redeemed. The rest, when we honor God, the rest is gonna be blessed. It's out from under the curse. This is in Joshua. And so they're blessed. And so, so see, the first portion, is, it's redemptive. It has redemptive, it's the redemptive portion. So please hear me. When you give God first, the rest is redeemed or blessed. That's what he's saying. You hear me? Uh, I just get a nod if you're with, okay, okay, I'll get some nods. So you can't give the first portion to video games you can't, you, can't, you can't get $100 to give the first portion of the video games and, and believe, believe that your finances are going to be blessed because video games don't have the power to bless your finances. Only God does. Only God does. So the first portion, first 10% goes to God. Here's the second point. The first fruits must be offered. Again, I want to just key in on these verses. Must be. According to this principle, the, the, the first fruits must be off, um, offered. So let's look at Proverbs 3, 9 through 10. It's going to come up on the screen. The Bible says, honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all of your increase. That's Christmas money. That's birthday money. Come on, that's, that's grass cutting money. That's, that's snow shoveling money. Come on, that's Easter money. I know you're all betting on some Easter money. You're like, come on, Lord. 
Lord, bring in, Lord, please, Lord, I need a new video game. Come on. That's, but the Bible says all, everything, so that your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be overflowing with new wine. Okay, so it says, honor the Lord with first fruits of our increase. Let me make a note here. This is in Proverbs. It's not under the law. This is not under the law. This is hundreds of years after the law. Moses brought the law. This is, that, this is after the law. This is a principle that runs all through the scripture. And let me show you another scripture. This is Exodus 23, 19. It's going to come up on the screen. And the first fruits, the first of the first fruits. I just, anybody think God has a sense of humor? I do. I think God's really funny because God's like right here, right here. God's like the first of the first fruits. Listen, just in case you didn't get it. I just want to help y'all. God's like the first of the first fruits. Like the first of the first, you know what I'm saying? Like the first, the first, guys. I, wa- I want to help you. I'm your best friend, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, and so I-, I just love this because, because then the Bible says of all your land, and now watch these words, you shall bring, this is very important, bring into the house of, of the Lord your God. In Malachi, the Bible says bring your tithes into the storehouse, into the church. Tithes always come to the church. You can't divide your tithes. You can't determine where it goes. It's got to come to the church. Can't go somewhere else. Can't be like my grandma. The tithe goes to, goes to the restaurant. No, 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 no. It, go, it comes to the church. But how? Notice the word bring. This is so important. The reason God uses the word bring instead of give is this. When he talks about tithing, it's because you can't give what doesn't belong to you. Nothing belongs to you and I. Nothing. Not even our body. We are stewarding the the Lord's temple. Nothing belongs to us. Everything is his. Everything is his. So you you can't, you cannot, you cannot give what doesn't belong to you. You've got to bring it. Listen, we've got two options according to scripture. Two. Somebody say two. Say two. I know that this is strong. I've studied this, I have mentors in my life, and I know that you're all like, whoa, Ben, whoa. I want to be your best friend. I want you to walk in the full blessings that God has for you. Who wants to be blessed? I want you to be blessed. I want you to be blessed. So I know that this is strong, but let me tell you the truth. You've got two choices when it comes to tithing. You've got two choices. You can either bring it or you can steal it. According to scripture, according to the word of God, you got two choices. You can bring it or steal it. There's no other choice according to scripture. They either brought it or they stole it. Now in Joshua, the, the scriptures that I mentioned a minute ago, they, they brought, all, they brought this, all the silver and gold from Jericho, but, but some kept some of it. And when they did that, they literally began to lose a battle. And, 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 and when Joshua found out what was going on and he came before God, um, they, 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 they lost the next battle, okay, this is so big, until they brought it to the house of God. And here's the point in chapter, in Joshua chapter 6, and, and God calls the tithe consecrated or set apart or blessed when they did that. But in Joshua 7, when they took it, they said that, that because he took it and didn't bring it, that they were cursed. They were cursed. It's blessed when we bring it into the house of God, when we honor God with 10%. When we honor what God's asked us to do, the rest is blessed. It's cursed if we leave it in our wallet. 
It's cursed if we leave it in our bank account. This is so important. Here's a real simple, straightforward question. Why would you want something cursed in your wallet? Why, why, it's got enough problems. I don't know about you, but, but when I make some money, it flies out of my hands. Anybody else? It just goes, it, 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 why wouldn't you want it to be in your wallet? Blessed. Come on. And it takes faith to give first because it takes faith to believe that 90% redeemed and blessed will go further than 100% cursed. It takes faith. So you give first. Where does the first 10% go? It, 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 and, and, and so it's got it's to come into the storehouse so that it can be redeemed. It must be offered. And here's the point number three. We're going to wrap up with this. Number three. Somebody say yeah. Okay, you're with me. The tithe must be first. Number three, write this down. The tithe must be first. This is Leviticus 27.30. The Bible says, and all the tithe of the land, whether of seed of the land or of the fruit of the tree, is the Lord's. It is holy. The word holy just means set apart to the Lord. He he said it's got to be first. Because God's first, he already owns it. So in order, so, so in other words, if we're going to tithe, it has to be first, okay? So I've got an illustration with us, because I, I know this has been a lot today. I have, I have six friends that have already been pre-picked. Can you guys stand up and come up here and help me? Six friends. As they're coming up, they're going to grab these signs. And guys, as my six friends are coming up, can we just give them a round of applause? I've got four. I've got four. Where's my other two at? I need help. Will you help me, hon? Will you help me, hon? Just come on up and just hold these signs, guys. Just hold them and, and, and look at them real quick. All right, let me, let me help us out for a second. Money. All right. Now I got your attention. Come on. Come on. Somebody said I had their attention 20 minutes ago. Okay. I, I got $100 here. Let's pretend for a second. Holla at your boy. It was Ben Archer's birthday. Not really, but I, got, I, I, I was blessed with $100. Now, let me ask you a question real quick. What is 10% of $100? Oh, yeah. Come on. Come on, Echo. You're with me. Come on. All right. All right. Let me ask you a question. Let me see. Now, I'm blessed with $100. How do I know? How do I know? Which one of these bills need to be tithed? How do I know? Somebody shout it out. Shout it out. Somebody said the first one. Somebody said the first one. The first one. It could be the first one. Let's translate it. Let's say the one on top. Let's say it another way. How about this? How about this? The first bill that leaves my hand. The first bill that leaves my hand. That's how you know. Y'all with me? $100 before I go and do anything else. So let's pretend for a second. I got my friends here. Oh, man, I'm so excited. It's my birthday. Yeah, it's my birthday. We're going to go to Chick-fil-A. We're going to get the Lord's fries. Hallelujah. I got got 20 bucks. I I don't want to just go. I want to treat you. 20 bucks. Thank you. Oh, the Lord's fries. Mmm. Dip it in ranch. Y'all already know. Okay. And then, oh man, shoot, that new video game, you know it's 60 bucks, 64.99, but maybe I found it at Best Buy, I got a good deal. <laughs> yeah, my friend, 
There you go, 60 bucks. You need it. You need it. It was expensive. Man. Okay. Okay. What? Well, Rue 21. Shoot. I got to get, get me some clothes. You know what I'm saying? Rue 21. Well, here you go. Yeah. You already know. But mom and dad, they said they want to take me there unless I, you know, it's my birthday. They're trying to, they want some money too, so I got to pitch in for some gas. Okay, I guess. Oh, man. I only have $5 left. Ben's been talking, talking up a good game about generosity and kingdom builders. That's really important. That's really important. I have the opportunity to give. I, I get the help, A21, and I get the help, silver ring thing. That's a big deal. Should, oh, man, should I give the $5 to generosity, or, or should, I, should I give it to God? You know what? You're, you're, you're right. I'm going to give it to God. Can I, can I tell you something but be firm? Can I tell you something but be firm? I need you to listen. I gave God $5. Can I just be so real? He wouldn't accept it anyway. God doesn't accept leftovers. God wants first. It's the principle of first. God wants first. He wouldn't, he wouldn't have accepted that. That's a tip. That was a tip. Man, God loves me. God's obsessed with me. He's, he, he relentlessly is chasing me down. That's kind of, he loves me so much he sent his one and only son so that we wouldn't perish but have eternal life. Come on, that we would live with him forever. And I gave him $5 out of 100. That's insulting. He's asked me to honor him with my, he, he, out of relationship. I get to, I don't have to. He wouldn't have accepted that. I'm just being real with you. But let me ask you another question. Where did my tithe go? Where did the first bill that left my hand go? Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A got my tithe. That was my tithe. Guys, can we give them a round of applause? Can you, can you guys put the signs on, on, on the stage and, and set the money right here? Guys, come on, give them a little bit louder clap as they came up and, and they helped encourage us today. Listen, because the Bible says this. The Bible says in Malachi, the Bible says that he said, he said, you brought me the blind and the lame animals, and I do not accept them. I accept first. I accept first. How does that work in my own life? Let me, let me tell you today, right now. I'm just going to tell you. I, I get blessed. It's amazing. I get blessed with 10%. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I get, I get blessed with, I, I get blessed. God takes care of me financially. I get paid on the 15th and the 30th. You could say the end of the month. It could be the 28th. Whatever the end of the month is, that's, that's when. It's so amazing. You want to believe it. Magically, money appears in my bank account. Direct deposit. Boop. It's in there. It's so amazing. So here's what I do. Here's what I do. I, 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 I get paid on the 15th and the end of the month, whatever that is. I like to wake up in the morning. I like to, I like to spend some time with God. I like, to, I like to honor him and I like to pray. And then what I do is I like to, I like to pay tithe. I like to honor God with my finances. And so I go online and I go to Victory Family Church and because I, I, I go online, that's how I do it. You will probably bring it into the church, right? But I go online, it's the easiest way, it's simple. And I, I honor God. But let's, let's pretend for a second. Let's just pretend that, that I forgot. It's early in the morning, I had a crazy day, I had to get up, I had to run out of the house, I forgot to pay tithe. Alyssa gets up. She gets Mila ready, Mila Catalina. They get ready, they go to Aldi's, and they buy groceries. Alyssa spends our, our, our 10%. Oh, man. Listen, I, I don't, what, what do I do? I don't, I don't call Alyssa and say, hun, 
Well, that's great, sweetheart. You just went to all oldies and you spent our tithe. We're cursed. Oh, God, we're, we're look, look what you did. I mean, you gave, you gave the tithe to all, all the oldies. You, you, look, look at it. No. That's legalistic. That's the wrong mindset. That's not God's mindset. Listen, I, I hope you're hearing me. I'm not, I'm not trying to teach a legalistic principle. I'm trying to teach you the principle of first and God being first in your heart. Okay? God knows your heart. God knows my heart. God, know, God knows. Y'all heard me. I'm not trying to teach something like, oh, oh man, I made this mistake. Where no. No. Where's your heart? I think that's a, very, that's, a, that's a pretty convicting question for all of us. Where's my heart? God, are you first in my heart? So Exodus 13, let me show you one more scripture and we're gonna close with this. So this is Exodus 13. We're continuing on 14 and 15. And the Bible says this. So it shall be that when your sons ask you in time to come, saying, what is this? In other words, he's saying that one day you and I are gonna have children and they're gonna come to us and say, what, what is this? What are you doing? Why are you doing this? Why are you killing all of these animals? And, 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 why? and this is what we shall say to him. This is what the Bible says. Follow along with me. By the strength of hand, by a mighty hand, the Lord brought us out of Egypt. This was the Israelites. They were brought out of slavery, out of, the, out of the house of bondage, and it came to pass when the Pharaoh was stubborn about letting us go into freedom. And that the Lord killed all the firstborn of the land of Egypt, both firstborn of man and firstborn of beast. Therefore, I sacrificed to the Lord all the males that opened the womb, but all the firstborn of my sons are redeemed. I'm bringing this modern day right now. Everything that we just said, I'm gonna translate it right now. Let's think about this. Our older brother and sister, they go away to college. They go and get their degree and uh, they go and get a financial degree. They're an accountant. Okay, and they come back and they're like, dad, you've asked me to step up and help in the business, so I'm gonna help out in the business. We're farmers. Dad, I'm gonna take care of all the books. I'm gonna help out where, where our money's going and all that stuff. I'm gonna help us. And so, so he starts going through the books and he calls dad in from the field. Dad, dad, come on in. I gotta talk to you. I found something. I, I don't know if you know this. I'm not accusing you of this, dad. We all have blind spots. But um, how should I say this? Dad, every time we have an animal that has a firstborn, you kill it. Dad. Uh, it's kind of getting out of hand because last year you killed 72 animals. And dad, we're in the ranching business. We're, we're farming and, and this is cutting in the profits. So this is hurting us. And so why do you do this? And he said, one day your children are gonna ask us. And he said, and when they ask you, you say, son, I need to tell you something because there's something you don't know about your family. See, we weren't always in the ranching business. We weren't always... We didn't always have all this land. We were, we were slaves. We were in bondage. But God, with a mighty hand, had redeemed us. And God gave us everything that we have now. Therefore, we gladly give to God first of all of our increase. Now this is written thousands of years ago. 
I'm going to make this so very simple right now. Right now. I have a daughter, Mila Catalina. You guys are going to have kids. And my daughter, Mila, is going to sit on my lap one day. And she's going to say, Dad, why do you write all these checks to the church? Why do we spend all this money to the church? And I'm going to have the opportunity. I'm going to look at her. I'm going to, her sweet little cheeks. I'm going to kiss her. I'm going to pinch her. And I don't care how old she gets. She's going she's gonna to sit on my lap or I'm going to tackle her. And I'm going to just give her kisses and kisses. Kisses. I'm going to pinch her cheeks. I'm going to tell her, sweetheart, your daddy, your daddy wasn't always a Christian. I don't know if you knew this, but your, your daddy was a bad man. Your daddy wasn't living right. Your daddy was in sin. He was in bondage. He was bound. There was things in his life. But God, but God with a mighty hand redeemed your daddy. And we gladly give, we gladly give first of all of our increases because he gladly gave to us. We serve the most generous God that gave his one and only son that we could have eternal life. And we have an opportunity to honor God with what, what he's asked of us. This is, not, this is not out of money. God doesn't need your money. God doesn't want your money. He wants your heart. Jesus said, well, your treasure is your heart is. But God has asked us to honor him with our first 10%. And there's blessings that will enact blessings on your life. And and I just got to tell you, as your best friend, I want you to be blessed. I want you to walk in the full blessings that God has for you. And, and, And do not confuse honoring God with tithes and offerings. Do not confuse this with generosity and kingdom builders. We have the opportunity. We as a student ministry are gonna honor God first. Honor God first with tithing and offerings. And then we have the opportunity with kingdom builders. We're going to to help support A21. They're trying to abolish slavery everywhere. Let me me make this so easy for you, you in case you don't know. Look around this room, find your neighbor. Just look at them real quick. There are people that are our age in slavery, doing things beyond our wildest imagination. They are in slavery. They're, they're, they're bound. And, and A21 wants to help see everybody walk in freedom. It's amazing. It happens all over the world. It happens in the United States. It's a big deal. And then we're also out of generosity We're going to help support Forever 21. Who wants to see people walk in sexual wholeness? Fellas, some of our friends that can't get off of their phone and they're looking at things that they shouldn't be looking at. They want to see people walk in healing and freedom and not bound by things. It's amazing. Jesus said it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. And we have the opportunity we have the opportunity to be kingdom builders. Behind everybody, and we're in your seat, is a, is a pledge card. And over the next few weeks, we're going to be talking about that. And I just encourage you to ask God, how much does he want you to give on top of tithe and offering? We honor God, and then we plan to be generous. And if you've missed podcasts in the past, go back and listen to it. But it's so important. Right now, if you're in here and you haven't made Jesus Christ Lord and Savior of your life, can we all bow our heads?
If you haven't started your relationship with Jesus, I want to give everybody the opportunity right now. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. It doesn't matter how much we give. You can't buy your way to heaven. It's only Jesus. Although as followers of Christ, we should be generous. And if you haven't started your, your relationship with Jesus, if you're not a follower of Jesus and you're not, you're, you're not, he's not Lord of your life today, I want to pray with you. So in one moment, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand. The Bible says in Romans that if you declare with your mouth, if you speak that Jesus is Lord and he died on the cross for our sins, you will be saved. So right now, if you've never asked Jesus Christ into your heart, every head bowed, every eye closed, would you just raise your hand right now? Hallelujah. I see that hand. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I see that hand. Thank you, Jesus. We're all going to pray together as I would never embarrass you or single you out. Everybody repeat after me. Father God, I come to you. In Jesus' name, and I believe with all my heart that Jesus, you're the Son of God. You died on the cross for my sins, and you rose again three days later. I'm a child of God, and I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen.